Becky Gee, milked the cows just before midnight Friday night, and then she and her boyfriend piled into the truck and bombed down the highway, four and a half hours from their family farm in Hartville, Ohio, to the arena in Harrisburg, arriving just before the sun. I came to hear him say how he'll build the wall, she said. I know he will. I don't feel he's backing down. It's just all these opposing forces that want to see him fail. She trusts Trump. She only wanted to hear him promise once again that he was really for people like her, people who work around the clock and still don't know if there will be a market for their milk. G31 has heard the criticism about how the president's staff members are consumed with infighting, about how Trump keeps reversing himself, about how he hasn't gotten his initiatives through Congress. He's being misinformed, she said, listening to the big companies and his advisors. He needs to meet with people like us so we can hear what we're really going through. But I know he'll do it. He gave up a millionaire's lifestyle to do a job I wouldn't do, no matter what they paid. Trump said just what G was hoping for. He will build it. He will replace and repeal. He will destroy them. He could speak in shorthand here with his people. He didn't need to answer pesky questions about whether he'd had to acknowledge complexity where he once saw black and white. Here, he could exhale, presenting the nation's challenges once more as a pretty easy fix, at least for him. Here, 120 miles from the canopies and cosmos of the Washington Hilton, he could once again be the plain-speaking provocateur who'd persuaded millions of Americans that he alone could turn the battleship. He could again become the voice of the collective id, kicking A and naming names. CNN and MSNBC are fake news, he said. The news media are a disgrace and competent, dishonest people. Senator Schumer, he said, referring to the Senate minority leader from New York, is a bad leader. Obamacare is dead, gone. Transnational gangs, much as MS-13, are equivalent in their meanness to Al-Qaeda. He returned to some of his campaign favorites, reading the poem The Snake. Does anybody want to hear it again? He said to resounding cheers. A parable about the dangers of inviting in a stranger whose bite turns out to be poisonous. The crowd loved it. The president loved it. It's not as if he doesn't get out. There are the weekends at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida, plenty of golf and dinners at the steak places in his hotels. But this job has been more of a change than Trump, a 70-year-old man of routines, had anticipated. I love my previous life, Trump told Reuters news agency this week. This is more work than in my previous life. I thought it would be easier. He's always loved work. But as he created and maintained the Trump empire, people mostly did what he told them to do. If he said it, he'd come to believe it was true. This job is different. Now arrives the hour of action, he declared in his inaugural address. Then came week after week of what Washington does best, revision, reconsideration, realignment, rejection. Trump responded as he always had in tough situations. He lashed out, called names, issued threats, and then he reversed course, backed down, changed the subject. He did it on Syria and on China, on immigration and on healthcare, on NATO and on the Export-Import Bank, on NAFTA, and now even on the big kahuna of Trumpian promises, the U.S.-Mexico border wall. I do change, and I am flexible, and I'm proud of that flexibility, Trump said this month. The people in the arena understood. He's relentless, unfaltering, said Wes Black, 21, a student at Shippensburg University. He'll keep his promises. I don't worry about him backing down on the wall. I'm most worried that Donald Trump eats his steaks extra well done and with ketchup. The rest, he can take care of. But as much as the crowd stood with their man, they, like the president, wouldn't mind some wins. After all, he'd promised that there would be so much winning, Americans would be bored. They're not bored yet. He's learning as he goes, said Lanny Chong, 52, an auto inspector from State College, Pennsylvania. He's dialed back some of his tweets and antics, which I was never a fan of. I'd like to see the wall get built, but he has to get things approved. So he's being flexible, which I like. 
I'm more of a centrist, and I took a chance on him because he's a businessman. He's not left or right, not really Republican even. I like that. I wish he had no parties. They just lock into left or right and nothing gets done. He wants to fix stuff. The 100-day marker was just ridiculous, Trump tweeted, but he'd orchestrated a cavalcade of announcements, orders, signings, and appearances designed to show that he had indeed delivered on some promises. His wins came with asterisks. His tax reform plan was only a rudimentary one-sheet outline. His immigration ban was quickly blocked by the courts. But here, he was already a winner. He declared in the campaign that there was magic in big crowds, that he could read an arena as well as he could read a boardroom, that he could surf the waves of anger and joy as he reflected back to the masses their frustrations with the crooked path their lives had taken. He loves the moment, and on this night, he was back in it. He told the crowd that next year, on the next Saturday night in April, when the swells of Washington were toasting themselves, he might just come back.